0: Welcome to Solutions, where men come out of the shadows to testify, giving tips in manhood, honor the codes of integrity, and give out real solutions for soul survival. Today, we have on the show a go-getter, a creator, who not only thinks outside the box, he lives there. A man who understands the power of food that's a healing for your soul. The man who preaches spiritual balance, aligning your chakras, and meditating, not medicating your strengths and weaknesses. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Shaman Cortez.
1: Wow, thank you. Thank you for, I don't know, say good morning, good night, good afternoon. Good day. But good day, that is. Good day, mates. <laughs> I feel like my <laughs> London shit on oh my, you know, the mystic being in enemy. That's what that was that just popped out.
0: Man, how you feeling Zaid?
1: How you How you doing? You feeling good? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely feeling good. It's, it's a good day in the AEU. I'm chilling on the beach right now, currently. By the uh, what is it? <laughs> I'm trying to I'm coming to your town like I'm astral traveling. I'm chilling and I want to catch the vibe. So I kind of feel the land. Like I need to be grounded to this energy so I can really connect, you know, what I'm saying with the ancestors, you know. Energy, period. Absolutely. Are you ready to drop these gems today? I'm definitely. Hey, if, if there are gems I can drop, then I'm willing. Yes, let's do it.
0: What person did you meet or see that gave you the drive towards the man you are today? Who, who or what who? defined you? Why you doing that? You gonna go deep on the first question?
1: You ain't gonna give me t- a chance to breathe, brother. Okay, so can I be honest? Like 100% transparent?
0: 100% okay. honest.
1: so and this is kind of like you bare the soul, so I, I, I feel that I do myself justice by doing this. Um, I was brought into spirituality a long time ago. I experienced a lot of traumatic um, behaviors. I connected with the Tejano Odom Nation, uh, this Native Americans in, in uh, it's like Casa Grande, it's like how you get there. So it's Casa Grande and you go up the uh, Choo Choo Road and you end up on the Tejano Odom Nation, which is the Teo tribe and for years they've always embraced me and this is like when I was like 15 16 17 18 and for some reason I found myself on a reservation doing business and I just felt connected to the land and I didn't know what it was you know at night I would just go out and stare at the stars and it was just like a beautiful thing you felt connected to the universe and then I would go on to have more experiences where um I was exhibiting behaviors of airbending, like I would move my hands, you know, what I'm saying in a in a in a method of the uh, the infinite symbol. Then then not pay nothing, no attention. And then I ran into a young lady. Um and it was like when I met her, the way that she stood was like poised like a like a like a queen or a, a goddess. And I didn't know, like, the terminology, and please understand that the terminology that I'm speaking of is that I don't, I didn't know what it was. And I actually have video of this. That's the amazing part. And she ended up becoming my girlfriend. And she brought stuff about kudalini magic and stuff about chakras and, you know, the hermetic laws and, you know, the 42 proverbs of my eye. And she introduced me to a lot of information. And it was like, it was a whirlwind of like, oh, my goodness and I'm saying that because I'm sending vibes out to her tribe because she is uh she is Ebo, she's Nigerian so yeah good good vibes good vibes and um yeah it was full on contact it was full on like loving it was full on everything and I just couldn't get enough and I am in my sun my moon and my rising I am Scorpio and I am a cusper so I have access to the water element as well as fire so for me, um, it was the best moment of my life because I come from a background where I lived in group homes and I transitioned from orphanage to orphanage to foster home to foster home to group home to group home to boys ranch to boys ranch to, you know, th- this this endless cycle of being like in this nomadic approach in, in my in my human experience. And um, I never felt love like this before. I have a I have a daughter she came, she, she played cosplay with her, um, they had good times, they, she braided her hair she cooks, you know what I'm saying and I would find myself peeking out the door and saying yo this is so amazing, I got this black woman a strong black woman in my kitchen that was amazing for me and she gives me all these feelings and all these emotions and it got to an area where she used to tell me something every day she used to say, baby wash your face baby brush your teeth Baby, put on your cream because I don't want your face to be flaky when you're going to business meetings. Baby, make sure you're okay. And I, I used to get mad at her. And I said, why you keep telling me to do this stuff while well, all I'm trying to do is to go to the store and get the food to make sure that we got the stuff for the smoothie so we can go to the gym? She told me, she said, if you are not at full power and in strength, how can you protect me? Mm. I didn't know what that meant. I had no idea what that meant. And she kept saying it to me and kept saying it to me. And then eventually... She stopped saying it to me. And as a Scorpio, when you don't give us anything to transmute, we go crazy. We don't know what to do. It's like, okay, give me. She was giving, 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 giving. And then she stopped. And the moment she stopped, I, I was left in a space where I was still in self-discovery of my spiritual journey. And literally, I was dealing with the worst issues you could deal with, which was ego, shadow work, inner child, outer child, codependencies, and not really taking heed to the four agreements, which there are five, which is speak with impeccable words. Don't assume. Don't take it personal. Do your very best and be skeptical, but learn to listen. If you follow those rules, I don't care if you're spiritual, non-spiritual, non-denominational, Christian, uh atheist. If you just took that basis, you would be a great human being. And then I broke up with her. And I didn't realize what was going on. And I realized that I messed up really bad. And I wanted her back. So I went and did, I did the shadow work. I did this. I did that. I killed off my codependencies. Of I eradicated my ego through breathing. Um, and I asked for her back. And she said, no, that crushed my world because I told her, I said, I'm not telling you words anymore. This is work that I really did. And I was excited about it. Cause I'm telling you like, I'm powerful now. I'm standing in my power. I'm this, I'm that. And I feel good. And she said, I don't know why you broke up with me. And that is the word that haunts me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, man, I lost my queen forever and I'm saying that to the extent of that you know I want men to realize that if you have a woman that's encouraging you to self-care and self-love because that's what I established that's what I coined my ascension off of which is very rooted in the factual elements of what you need to do in order to maintain the position and also level up and that's how I came into this knowledge.
0: Wow that's a such a deep rooted answer and i appreciate you giving your story you said she (laughs) gave you no no this is no this is excellent you said she gave you a whirlwind of knowledge if there's one apex of that knowledge i know it's all equal you gave us the five agreements which is vital i encourage people to go pick up the four agreements book and acknowledge the fifth agreement that mr shaman stated but can you tell me one of the apexes of knowledge she gave you that's vital across the board for everyone that she taught you self-care self-love mm. and it goes in so yourself first it gets so much deeper let's let's dive a little deeper in that how do you administer self-love and self-care It's it's waking up and asking yourself in the
1: morning and I know this might sound crazy but saying self are you okay because Not too many of us have a uh, audio board where someone can come in and listen to what we're going through as healers and as practitioners. Mm. The advocate does not have an advocate. And that's what I preach. Whenever I speak in a room, I encourage all the healers. The advocate needs an advocate. And we got to help each other at the end of the day. And self-care and self-love is very important because if you're not checking in with yourself every day, how can you go around talking about that you're a healer? Mm. Did that answer the question?
0: Yes, absolutely. I'm just listening because I've talked to people all the time who are the people who everyone comes to, but they have to go to a higher place to get their frequency taken care of.
1: And we're
0: we're just a little bit closer to the spiritual leaders because someone's putting you in play to take on the energy of others so you can therefore you know, get rid of the energy and make everyone better around you. And that's how leaders are born. And I respect that. that. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Definitely. Do you have a vision board?
1: That's funny you say okay. that. Okay, so don't judge me. I've never done a vision board. I am, my life path number, I believe is nine. So it's like a master generator. So master manifesto, I believe it is. It's just one of those. And with that, um, I went from doing intentions, manifestations, self-projection and now my power is activation so when i get around a certain group of people they might look at me and say well why did you start the company so fast how did you get the logo how did you do the motion graphic um how did you get the um business plan done so fast (coughs) these are the questions that they're asking because i didn't feel the need to do a vision board All the shit that I want, I can go directly right now. If I want a 73-inch yacht, I'm going to go over to the 73-inch yacht. I'm going to open up the door, turn on the engine, and then I'm going to hit the water. Same thing. If I want to go sit in a Rolls-Royce truck, Lamborghini truck, I'm going to go down to Gold Coast Bentley. I'm going to say, Caesar, I need to take this car, and I'm going to get in that car. I'm going to drive and do what it is that I need to do. If it's a luxury property, I'm going to call Mark Fish, and I'm going to say, Mark, what is the most expensive property you got? I want to go do a manifestation video in there. So having access to the world of luxury items, if that's what the world you choose that you dwell in, that's not what I promote. Um, I do like nice stuff. Um, like my ultimate dream is to be a janitor at a middle school. So I can encourage young kids to say, man, Mr. Uh, Shaman got the brand new Rolls Royce truck, but he cleaning the floors. That's hella insight for somebody that's seven, eight, nine, 10 years old when they see something like that. Like, yo, the same car that Jeezy got, Shaman got, yeah, Shaman Cortez got the Rolls Royce out there. And then on the weekends, I want to be able to help elderly people to go pick up their groceries in the in the in the most luxurious vehicle that they never ever been in. So when they pass on, they can remember the last days of their life that there was a brother named Shaman Cortez that came through and looked out and hung out with them. Because our elders, they have the knowledge, and I respect the knowledge. Because with knowledge comes power and understanding. And if I have power and understanding, I can deliver a better message, a more a more profound and just and just an ebb and flow of energy when it when it comes to delivering the messages that you seek
0: from me. I appreciate you going to the grassroots and attacking the change right there at the middle of his junction. And so many times we do view the janitor as someone that's unsuccessful. And if they look at they're doing anything else, people want to look at them as they're doing something illegal. But we need to change that entire persona, that entire outlook that all you need is financial literacy and you could do any job you want to do. Yes, sir. Anyone you want to be. I would like to talk to you about some of the affirmations you tell yourself. Now, you say you say self. How are you doing? But what are some of the affirmations you want to share with us today to help us go about our day that you can share to help us be elite in our lives?
1: Um, I tell myself that I'm beautiful. I tell myself that I'm powerful. I tell myself that I am all things. I tell myself that I am the universe. I tell myself that I am powerful, I am protected and I am safe and I can do anything and have everything all wishes and all desires anything my heart flutters for the universe will give to me i just say that over and over again and i mantra mantra it into my sleep even with 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 my releases under the new the new moon that's coming up on the 28th it's the same thing i've i am preparing with i'm doing semen retention i'm pairing myself with a high priestess for an exchange of energy, you know what I'm saying, through, you know, sex magic, um, I'm doing my quantum, I'm affirming my quantum jump with a firmer final destination of exactly what it is that I'm fine-tuning my, my final destination for, as far as where I want to be with my business, and I'm, I'm, I'm claiming that energy, and I'm releasing all of the negative things, all of that, old bad habits, and affirming new ones, appending the, uh, full moon i mean the new moon that would be coming after the full moon and using that as a manifestation along with my stones and charging my stones like i have um black tourmaline i got citrine i got red agate i got red um red tiger's eye so just different healing stones um that i feel that amplify my image you know what I'm saying even with my this stone right here which is um labrador so with that I bring all my energy to the table with my ancestors. My head, Orisha, is a Batala. And I talk to Jesus. I talk to Ganesh. I talk to my feng feng shui counterparts. I reach out to the mystics in London and Wales. And then I reach out to the Pakistanis and the Persian witches and Brujas, you know what I'm saying, of their culture. And I just affirm, affirm, affirm through all this energy that I am the one to receive and I I am ready to receive and I want what I want. And that's it.
0: Talk to me about your breakthrough. And what I mean by that is the first time an affirmation came to your light in your eyes and you said, wow, this really, really works. When I did the quantum jump,
1: this is what I requested, like verbatim. Universe, I will receive $4,000 every month in video production work. I will receive over $100,000 in my first year of doing business. Within 48 hours, I literally I saved the, 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 the uh, paperwork from the Discover card. It literally says the date, like from the moment, from the new moon, you can calculate the days. It was two days from the uh, new moon. And that's setting intentions. I had, I had a credit card limit of $17,800, something like that. Then while I was in construction uh, doing a project, uh, the contractor was saying, hey, we can go buy some houses in Gary, Indiana and put senior citizens up to three or maybe four. And we can generate in between 20, $22,000 and 45000 per house. So if you calculate the math, if you take three houses plus the money that was put on the table, that's over $100,000 in the first 90 days of my manifestation. That's when I said, oh, shit, this is real. This is real, 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 real. And I didn't know like, yo, I didn't know what to do because I'm looking around like, yo, what was that? And now I'm about to do it again on the 28th. I'm gonna manifest, I'm gonna do the PPP loan, I'm gonna set up all my businesses and I'm gonna put myself in position to win because I know that this shit is real and I'm gonna take it for face value and continue to do what it is that I need to do to win for me and my family.
0: Talk to me about the sacrifice you made to live this lifestyle. Now this this conversation we have and not too many people even have the realm of thinking this is possible. I, on the other hand, understand it and believe in it also with universal talk. But talk to me about the sacrifices you've made to conform yourself to this lifestyle, to be the man you are today.
1: Okay. And again, I'm going to be very open and honest because I feel that you have to be transparent. Um, People don't know what I go through. And the sacrifice that I made was being a single father because it comes with certain things. It comes with this anguish from people who don't know you. I'm sitting here for a year and a half with a DCFS caseworker, Child Protective Services. And the way that they were brought into my life was like this. They said that my daughter didn't have on abroad one day at school. They called DCFS on me. And that that hurt. Then they said she didn't have socks on one day. Then one day, you know what I'm saying, they said that um, she had an odor, but she was on her menstrual cycle. And due to the frivolous nature of these calls, The caseworker I got was just, she's a black lady. And I was scared of her because I've had bad, bad, bad interactions with these people because they come into your space and they look. And I have a cousin who was helping me out consistently at the time. And that was the only thing that saved me. But right now, I don't have anybody to assist me. My daughter's 15-year-old. She's special needs. She doesn't need help, but she needs supervision. And it's not something that I can just walk out the house and legitimately if something happened and the police showed up, I would be going to jail for neglect. Literally. And that is a pain that that is a and I'm still living it. So that is a pain and a sacrifice and being the single parent, which is is, is rewarding and not having the the, the the time to have the right partner. I have had women come into my life, but I have to keep the number so minimal because my daughter is very very clingy so it don't matter if you came in to sweep the floor she's like hey how you doing oh your name is Michelle do you babysit do you break hair like she's got to run down to let these women know like how you coming because <laughs> my daddy needs these things and then lastly I need you to love him she said that to a woman and I was like it felt good because it's like you know at least she sees it because I'm like I, I just don't I, I couldn't process that myself so that's the sacrifice that I am. I went through, and I'm still going through. So it's only it's only right that I live in abundance after that, and I share with my fellow hum, human being on a on a kind of say uh, humanitarian aid type level, like and not to drop off package like packages, but to do the root work with the people to help them become better spirits. If that makes sense,
0: it it makes absolute sense. Talk to me about. The patience you need to have when you have a special needs child. There's so many people I I watch that have special needs children. And I always say that is a level of patience and a level of understanding. No one can understand unless they live in it. So I'll ask you to give you some of the experience in that regard. So talk to me about the patience that you have with having special needs child.
1: I I didn't. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Why did you do that? why are you doing this? And it was bad, you know, and to the point where the young lady I was with, she was like, you can't yell at her like that. And, and I kind of dialed it back to like, this is how we operate. And even down to conversations where I would say, if you do this one more time, you're going to make me take you out for ice cream. And then we're going to go to the movies and then we're going to have gelato. And she used to laugh. My daughter used to laugh because it was hilarious. She's like, I did something bad though. Why are you rewarding me? But that was my safe place of not getting frustrated. You know what I'm saying? Because I had to take it in, in 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 a light manner. Because it's like she's a child, then she's special needs. And oh okay, I thought it just went out. Um, but um yeah, I had to work through that, and that's all it was. And I'm I'm getting better, I'm not perfect. I still have, you know, friends that I use as a female catalyst to assist her in some areas of her womanhood because I can not speak on certain things. I don't know certain things because I'm not a woman. So that's what I did. You know what I'm saying? To, that, that was the, when you break down, you know, how to deal with the energy. It's like, you have to understand and you have to learn to be patient.
0: I applaud you, sir. Being a single parent at any circumstance is a very difficult one. And- i'm happy that you brought in the knowledge of others to bring them in to aid you but let's yes. let's dive a little deep here let's talk about one of your lowest moments one of your lowest moments but i just don't want to hear what it was i would like to hear how you got up this is for the people hmm. who might be watching that might be dealing with something today where they they didn't realize what they, they didn't realize how to get up from the situation they're in right now
1: Hmm. What if I told you that I, I, I never had to get up because I was so resilient in, in my pathway that it just worked out? So the example I'm going to give you is that um, me and my daughter ended up homeless like maybe two years ago. And I had a Cadillac DTS and it's a pretty nice car and I have nice clothes. She has nice clothes. So when we showed up at the shelter, people thought we were joking. They thought we worked there. They was like, oh, you work here? You Do know where the rooms are? And I'm looking at them like, I'm trying to get in here with you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And that's when it hit me. And I said, this is going to be an interesting, um, interesting turn in my life. So I thought about the pending emotional effects that it was going to have on me as a man, as a provider. How am I going to digest this being homeless in a shelter with my daughter if I'm supposed to be this masculine energy? So, I'm Black Spanish. I'm a Black Puerto Rican, and I'm Mexican Black and Puerto Rican. And I dressed up as a cowboy. I went to the local, like 26 in California, in Chicago. Got me some some Tejano boots. I got the little things on the back, the little clicky clacks. I got a belt. I got the hat. I got the jeans. I got the shirt, and I walked out a cowboy. But. So the people that I was engaging weren't Mexican. These were average, everyday white people or suburban folks. The all the the interactions that I got was this Howdy partner. Uh, where are the horses at? You know what I'm saying? Where's your horse at, cowboy? All positive affirmations. Because I choose I chose not to lay down because I couldn't. Because if I laid down, my mindset would have been gone and I would have been forever stuck in that mindset of oh my God, this is the lowest I've ever been. What am I going to do? How do I change this? No. I took action. And I was like, yo, within 24 hours, I was full-fledged cowboy. All my friends knew. They didn't know what was going on. It's like, yo, you just a cowboy out the way? Like, you just, you just... Cowboy hat, cowboy shoes. Just everywhere you go, it sound like you got a horse. And that that was the funny thing. Everybody used to ask me, where is your horse? You
0: know, <laughs> it's interesting that you, you took the road of preventive falling and a lot of people don't look at look into that as a measure of defense and and I take my hat off to you about that because it didn't matter what anyone thought you just had to do what you had to do so you wouldn't lose your mind so you can still be the father you needed to be and I think most men can relate to that most men go about it the way they need to to make sure they sustain their living now some of us make choices That end up compromising us even further. But the fact that you had to do what the universe told you to get the the confidence and affirmations needed to keep from falling is a due diligence and a concentration and a frequency that most of us need to operate on. Yes, yes. You, you speak very well, man. <laughs> did you go to school in Oxford? Or,
1: <laughs> you alumni from Harvard
0: or something? No, I went to the South Carolina State University in South Carolina. Oh,
1: okay, they must got really good professors because they did their thing. You, brother. You articulate very the well. the
0: greatest HBCUs in America. Okay, 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 okay.
1: <laughs> got you.
0: How important it is to leave where you're from, to develop yourself to where you're going? I mean, I would would say it's it's pivotal
1: and very necessary because um, you can't understand your success if you didn't go through nothing. You won't appreciate it unless you went through something. Like, it's like the example of when you ever get some like, you ever eat at an expensive restaurant and you get the food for free? It tastes different, right? <laughs> have you ever went to a restaurant and spent $300? The food don't taste like what it's supposed to taste like when it's free. Because it's the value that you put on things at the end of the day. And it's like, yeah, you have to put in that work to, in order to appreciate the level that you're about to obtain.
0: It's a must. It's a must. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have to put value on things to make sure we understand our sacrifices for it. Yes. Let's dive a little deep here. And I talk to several men all the time. We have fun with this conversation, but I wanted to hear what your education of this particular question is going to be. Now you say you grew up in group homes. so I'm pretty sure this topic alone you had to discover probably virtually on your own, but I would love to hear what your prognosis was and how you intend to go about it in the future as being a father? Did you ever get a sex talk? Who or what gave you sex education? <laughs>
1: the streets of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's all that was. That's how we was it. Well, paid hey. on country boys method.
1: <laughs> yeah, that it was like, and I come, I'm come from an era where. You you would watch uh, you would watch porn and it had like the squiggly lines and you'd be like ooh I, oh I saw oh is that a breast oh like we came from that like stage of like tracking. watching porn like we you know doing this and we tried to shake the TV and try to see the something date, for the tracking yeah <laughs> it was right good. we were <laughs> so <laughs> with 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 that knowledge it was literally like I think it was like was it seventh or eighth grade I couldn't have been older than nine or ten or something like that and it was like. I like you, you like me. What we know of is that I take this thing and this thing and they go together. And that's pretty much what happened, like in literally in the gym at the school. Like
0: answer me this question. Answer this question. Why do you think we run away from teaching our kids the downfalls and the successes and the happiness of sexual energy? Just because we had I had a guest on Mr. Jonathan. Jonathan George he said it's a healthy thing but people don't preach it as healthy they run away from the topic of sex why do we run away as a culture from from just teaching our kids or giving a, a extensive knowledge about sex where it can lead what, what it can do for you on both sides
1: hmm. I think that's a
0: because I don't
1: want to say something and then it's like well that happens in all cultures but I think it's due to the fact that we still consider sex taboo, but you grew up hearing like sounds in your mom's bedroom. Like you remember those days that it didn't like, I didn't grow up like that. Cause again, I was in group homes, but, um, I know what that, those stories, cause I didn't spend nights with people. I'm like, yo, what they doing? They playing. What game they playing? On the PlayStation, they're they, they not playing no game. They, they have an adult, they'll have an adult time. <laughs> adult time, exactly. That,
0: that's what I mean right there, adult time. It's like, if we if we knew what it was early, I, I don't know. We could have made better we, choices, better choices. Yeah, yeah, better choices. And I'll always liken it to the moment where the condom is on the dresser and your interactions with another counterpart and you have to make a decision to stop the energy that is flowing so good to protect yourself and if you know if both of you know how important it is then the energy doesn't stop but if only one of you know or both of you don't know then you you might put yourself in a life-linking situation which a moment of pleasure turned into a long time of communication with a person that you didn't see for past that night or even in that relationship related moment right Mm -hmm. you're right should there be a basic training program amongst men outside of the education system? And what I mean by that is outside of the church, outside of the school, outside of the uh, after school programs, where we teach financial literacy, communication, how to change a tire, gardening, how to change a tie, general wealth building like camps about stock and real estate, speaking with the elderly, like you said, riding around with the elderly. Do you think we could ever implement that, those things in our community? Yeah, I'm gonna um,
1: coin all those things that you just said, and I'm gonna create a curriculum around all of that. Thank you for that affirmation. Uh, I'm not gonna give you any royalties to that. I'm gonna be selfish and keep it all, and but I will have a, make you an honorary member of our uh, esteemed uh, school.
0: My goal is to collect the power of the brother <laughs> and talk about it because you can notice it and we can make a change. If you do it and everyone else does it, we can all up the grade of the quality of men.
1: <laughs> but no, that was definitely something I would love to include you on. But it's like, if I can come up, I can come up with some framework for that and actually implement like a Young Kings training. And we cover all those things. And, to, and, then, and then this is what would be dope. We also have a Young Ladies version. And then we have the Young Kings and Queens come together in, in courtship. As far as establishing houses, just like if you ever watch Game of Thrones, the whole purpose. OK, so Game of Thrones overall, this is what I took from it. Like, please don't quote me on this. But um, it was it was about who was more powerful and which houses were justifiable uh, bloodlines to merge with as as true power structures. That's what Africans were known for. That's what we did. African ancestry, we had villages, we had, you know, what I'm saying we, we had this abundance of wealth and this collective, and it was all cooperative economics at some point, or certain houses choose to join together. You had your generals public and you had houses that joined together, whether it be like, I guess that would be non-monogamous groups, uh polyamorous, you know, what I'm saying polyamory or whatever you want to call it. You had a lot of that, you know, that was prevalent because some a lot of kings had multiple wives. But and, and even when that comes, that's a whole nother conversation because it's like every every man says, I wish I could have two wives. I just had a conversation with a young lady where she's approaching me and she's saying, Hey, I am at the foot of your throne. How may I serve you? She started off the conversation like that. I was like,
0: let me interject real quick and shout out to that lady for willing to give herself in that way. Uh, I want to talk about what you just said about Game of Thrones being likened to our African cultures and traditions. Now, I am aware that that show use magic. I am mean, sure aware that yes. show use voodoo and those other things.
1: Yes. because they use the witches? Yes. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: This is outside of the questioning I have for you. This is called an audible, ladies and gentlemen. We have another audible. <laughs> yeah, put the sound effect. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Do you think voodoo, magic, etc., is something that? society societal culture in america may look bad because it is a power source of black culture that that we don't know about we have access to
1: okay i'm trying to okay so are you saying that repeat that last part again like
0: like voodoo and and magic right we only Mm -hmm. see them in our cultural counterpart movies where they use it excessively but anytime we see Anytime we see our characters using voodoo, it is a dark woman with circles around her eyes, crazy hair, living somewhere in the bayou, which is probably a small representation of what we are. But is it the fact that magic, voodoo, all these things are really connected to the culture of black people and they they branded it as something that's bad, but it's probably a part of our magical prowess, the good things about us? Hell yeah. Hell to the yeah because
1: even in that movie movie before they went to war they had a witch light all of the goddamn staffs and knives of all the soldiers she raised her hand she did something like this and she touched his and then all of a sudden the rest of them whew, all of them set on fire if that's not sorcery and witchcraft and they even called her a witch the yep. witch of the east or something like that she had a very definitive name and it was and it was hyper it was hyper I guess like they they inflated to make it seem like this is how they went about to win the war against the demons. Again, now they're going against demons. But then when a black woman uses it, whether it be voodoo, hoodoo, or voodoo, if you're using hoodoo magic, hoodoo magic is like this. I take some salt, some pepper, some cinnamon, and, and some bay leaf, and I put it in my bath water as, as my god bath, you know what I'm saying? And that creates a balance and energy, a banishment of like bad energy. It does so many things. Each each element has a different purpose. But when you show it in movies, they like he'll say wiggly wiggity, while and then he throws it in the tub and then poof. And then fucking just the shit comes out and it's like it's 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 bubbling all of a sudden like a witch's brew. And it's like that's funny, but on Game of Thrones, all did she it. did <laughs> Right. Literally, she didn't say nothing. She just literally the lady looked at the the staff. The knife and went and then boom. She didn't say nothing. You know, but let
0: it be a I'm just so let curious. it be a black movie. Yeah. I I'm just so curious, is that a power that we all could tap into that's probably rightfully ours? That, you know, history, history is written by the victors. And since we are a conquered people to a certain extent, uh, are we not is it not being let known what our real power source is? right it says like it's a limitation they're
1: only going to reveal so much to the general public because if this was done on a massive scale which is now covid has become the conduit to all spiritual beings to everybody even the animals the trees every everybody's coming in sync because i've watched it i've i've been to events that are covid compliant and the people are so nice now they're like let me hold the door how may i help you how you been What's going on with you? Uh, Are you working still? Is there food in your house? All this general concern that we didn't give two shits about our fellow human nine months ago. It was everybody for themselves, doggy dog world. My day's so busy. I got so much shit to do and I don't have time to breathe. And then I'm exhibiting all these stresses and, and codependencies to the point of where you don't know if you're coming or going.
0: That's crazy that you said that. Not even crazy. That's enlightening that you said that. Because I liken crazy to something that people don't understand. And I do understand what you said. It's enlightening that you said these things. We all had to take a real hard look at ourselves and dig deep. And a former guest said you have to listen to your heartbeat and understand where you are in life. And I want to poll you. I want to poll you about women. I would like to know your top three criteria you want in a woman. And the reason I ask is because I've always think about one thing, one attribute that men do not speak of. And I wanna see if you get any, if you get that one with any of the three that you have, what is your top three criteria in a woman?
1: She gotta be funny, gotta be quirky, and she gotta be nurturing.
0: Funny, quirky, and nurturing. Now, I liken funny with what I'm about to say. Intelligence. Mm -hmm. Okay, I give you that, but okay,
1: okay, I'm gonna add intelligence in that. (laughs) I mean, because we just don't think about it. No, I mean, no, no, because we don't think about it. But it's like I think the traits. Okay, so what, nice. When you ask that question, what resonates for me in my heart and what makes my heart flutter? That's what works for me.
0: Yes, and it's subjective. So it's for you, but I say we never really add the intelligence factor because we assume that it's given. But the, real, the right. real answer is everyone is not intelligent for you. We understand Ooh. there's nine different levels. In the words of former guest Malik Mooney, he said, you don't have to be bad to be bad for me. Mm, okay. So these are the gems that people have been dropping on this show, and I just had these questions to see how far we had to get. You said nurturing, funny, and what was the third Corky, one? Again?
1: Quirky, 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 because
0: think about it. If if she's funny,
1: I'm laughing. If she's corking, I'm like, oh my God, this girl's so crazy. And if she's nurturing, it's like, oh my God, she's here. And it's like, so you literally think about it. Sure, she's funny. That girl's so silly. Ooh, she's nurturing. Girl, you're so funny. So if you think about those three traits, I don't need no intelligence. Like, Like we're living in the moment of what makes the soul heal, which is laughing. This is my counterpart. This is the quirky behavior, like that is dry comedy. That is not funny, but it's funny. And then it's like, boom, nurturing. And with the nurturing comes all the other stuff that you know in that world. And you know what I'm saying? You're getting that loving and all of that. That's that's where that comes from. So for me, it's the it's the quirkiness and the funny. It's the really the quirkiness for me. But funny would be good. And then nurturing is definitely a must. How and, much and- oh, and what? I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm no, saying I want to add yours in too. Uh,
0: you don't it have it. to add it. it, it you, you just think about it the next time it comes around. How much right. are you trying to understand communication? You said quirky, you said funny. How much are you trying to understand the communicative process between you and the woman of your top three criteria?
1: Sit and listen. Like, I'm willing to listen and integrate. Listen and integrate.
0: Audible question. Here comes another audible question. As a whole, as a whole, for what we know about women, because we can only speak for men here. Do you think women listen to men when they speak?
1: Mm, Yes and no.
0: Please elaborate.
1: So that's something that I, oh my God, I desire that. And I want you to repeat the question again. I go ahead, said, do repeat again. You
0: think, do you think as a whole, as a whole, not as individual women you met, but as a case study for along your life, do you think women actually listen to men? I know they hear us. No, do they? I, I don't
1: think they us? listen, but, but they don't hear us and it, and it works both ways too. So, um, yeah, I, I would say that I would, I would go that far to say that they, they don't Now, sometimes there are exceptions where you have an excellent communicator, but the way she chooses to communicate might not resonate with you as far as your love language.
0: Right. You know, we have the the five love languages. Right. Assumptions is the reason why. Do you think women assume a lot of things instead of hearing and listening?
1: No, I I think women are a little bit more direct. They might be off a little bit or maybe indecisive from time to time. Just like men can be that way from time to time. I think we both it's on both sides, absolutely. It's both we're not yeah, bad for women
0: we're just asking tough nah, questions. No, nah. not right, right, right. And yeah, that that
1: yeah, it works both ways, you know.
0: Well, find you a good listener, everyone, and someone who can hear you and manifest what you are saying on both sides of the fence. We talk about leaving a legacy, but mostly ignore major steps. Do you have a will? Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the conversations of having a will. I know you eventually have to talk to your daughter about or a person you she can leave as a she guardian. Knows. Yeah. She knows. How, was the conversation tough or why do you think as a people we run away from it?
1: <laughs> because we fr- we are afraid to leave a legacy and no one's ever taught us and we mm. a lot of us have not took the took the heat of the knowledge to go ahead and do the necessary steps to do it. Like if you ask my daughter what is the inheritance she'll tell you she, and if you ask her what is a legacy, she'll tell you. And when people hear that, they think like, wow, she's special needs, but she understands a legacy, though. And it's like most normal kids don't know what the hell that is. So I instilled a lot of energies into my daughter to where she um, can win in life. Like when I die, she's going to be OK. But she already told me, she said, when you leave, I'm going to get the check. going will put you in a, in a little Dragon Ball Z ball. And we gonna keep you on the mountain, and we are gonna keep a nice picture, you know. And then we're, she said, "I'm gonna go buy a whole bunch of Barbie dolls with all the money." And I was like, "I was like, okay."
0: <laughs> you put the cherry on top with the Barbie dolls. Right, a whole
1: bunch of Barbie. I said, "That's a lot of Barbie dolls." Asian, RA, You know.
0: Like, hey, hey, that's what it is, though. Let's put you in a different frame. Let's put you in this character. There's no wrong answer for this question I'm about to ask you. It's subjectively for you, as if the top three criteria. As a husband, would you rather have a great woman or a great wife? Great wife. Please explain.
1: Having a great woman, it just sounds like the all in all of the being to being. Like she shows up, she gets the job done, <clears throat> nurturing, caring, stuff like that. And she just makes sure that the op- the operation of the house is intact. A great wife? or you're gonna be held up to a different kind of standard. You're gonna to have to come in as the provider. You're gonna to have to show consistency. She's gonna require you to do what it is that you need to do to keep the family structure in place. And she's not gonna let you get too far off your rocker. Because she's very women are very intuitive. So they know when men are hiding stuff. They just know. And no matter how, and no matter how you do it, if you try to lie, so when some people lie, they they look down. Watch the, it's like the eye, the eye goes down what did you have for breakfast? I had some um, cereal. And then you say, well, how was your day? Well, it wasn't. Did you not just catch that? <laughs> you She went from this to this, like a whole head
0: movement, like a you like oh wow that did. you better stop letting out these secrets <laughs> I, oh, Yeah, yeah you're
1: right you're right that's just no, like one of them. you i'm
0: just messing with you <laughs> but uh
1: but no but you don't know because sometimes it becomes confusing to me because when she does this sometimes she'll come in the same action and go like this and look back down i'd be like oh shit that was an anomaly <laughs> so that that was the that was the audible you know what i'm saying in the connection and you don't know So, but I watch for body language. I listen and I ask those questions and they don't even know that you're reading. She might know you're reading, but she don't understand the intent of why you're reading. So, you know, there it is.
0: There's a book that I've read called Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss, a former FBI negotiator. And he gives Mm. out all the tips and all the things you want to know about body language, about words to repeat, how to make people repeat conversation. And when you think about those things, after you read this book, you start to get a little guilty, feel guilty when you start seeing it actually work on people. You go, ooh, that Mm -mm. And you start to say, ooh, that worked. I can't believe that worked. Because you don't want to use it on people you're so close with because it's just, it's terrible. But it's called Never Split
1: the Difference. Yeah,
0: I'm about to write that down. Never Split the
1: Difference. And no, 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 there's nothing wrong with that because, okay, would you rather ask somebody in conversation what are their intentions? Or would you rather say, when it comes to me and how you see us moving in the next five years, how does that look? What does that look like to you? Well, I just thought that we we're great friends and, you know, just think like we're just great buddies. So he said 3,000 words within that little bit. He said, basically, he does not see any acceleration between me and him as a friend, any type of joining of houses or business. You you reveal so much about yourself by saying the answers. I didn't have to read this book, but I can pull on that and select into intuitively i can pull on that automatically but if i ask him man if we hit the lottery next week where are we going oh man we're going to jamaica we're going over here we going over the energy all of a sudden it changed so how come is it when well, i have money you can project all of the best things in the world but i say in the next five years you never say hey man i think we should start a men's retreat we can generate one source of income you can do a book. That's another source of income. We can start a YouTube channel. We can eat off of that. That's three. And then you said that you sell products. That's four. And then for the fifth one, uh, we can just go around doing motivational speaking. That's five sources of income. So as my friend, if you know that you're going to be with me for a lifetime, why wouldn't you want to empower me? Because if you ask me, what do I see in you, brother? I said syndication. I see a, a a a a night slot with the BBC. I see Tim Westwood reaching out to you, like, who is this brother? Do you see what I'm saying? You speak in power. I see a, a hip hop cipher in between the UAE and artists that they might have out there and say in Bangladesh or India. <laughs> I see, I see dope shit happening. So receive that energy because it's like, I never thought about the BBC. Or you're right. Like, hey, I'm I'm just saying putting it out there. What what is the biggest like the uh, uh, was it Arabic TV a small segment on American culture in hip hop because you know what hip hop is big in their culture also dealing with the Bollywood artists like it's some brothers out there it's, it's some one tall brother named Azir or something this dude look cool as hell every time I see him he's getting out of a goddamn jet jumping <laughs> in a Jag jumping in a Rolls Royce he's hugging tigers and kissing fucking bears like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the fuck he does, and I'm like, bro, that is. I'm like, bro, I, I want to stop everything and I, I'm doing it just to hang out with you. Right. I want to kiss bears. I want to hang out with tigers. You know what I'm saying? You know, I want to go into a, a snake pit and just hang out. Like, yo, what's up? You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> Why not?
0: That's living. That's living on the wild side. But I appreciate I, all the notifications you gave me, and. I hope those things come to pass where I'm able to expound oh, upon it. will. Them. It will. You got to correct
1: correct your, correct your
0: words. It, it will It will come to pass. While my there you go, yeah. And,
1: and then you're going to book me again and say, hey, man, I got a producer slot and I want you to be on the show. And I'm
0: like, hey, I can produce it and be on the show? Like, yeah, you get two checks. Thank you, you my brother. Two you get two checks. There you go. Two checks. What? What? Yeah. What? what
1: yo, that's why I'm. That's why I'm starting using affirmation. Two checks. I, I like that because we're gonna use that. Like manifest something that you get two checks. The first check might be ongoing. The second check is just the app, the confirmation, affirmation that the universe appreciates you, and here's your tip. That's what we're gonna say.
0: We that's how we're gonna leave that energy. Absolutely. Validation from your partner. It's like you win a championship when you meet the right woman. But I ask you, Mr. Shaman Cortez, do you defend the title? And what I mean by that is, are you still keeping yourself up? Are you competing with the best versions of yourself when you first met her? Are you upgrading it? Are you making her feel good? Are you defending the title? Okay. I'm currently single, but
1: I am going to say that I am currently throwing out all my furniture. I am throwing out all my daughter's clothing and we're going to start fresh to death. And not in a sense that I need to brag or show my wealth. I just want my daughter to be uplifted at all times and the energy in my home to be uplifted at all times.
0: So you are defending the title with your daughter.
1: Yes, because that's, that's, yes.
0: Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. I came up with something called operating at 100%. And what I mean by that is, I took five categories and divided them into 20% each, adding up to 100. You have purpose, health, confidence, money, and knowledge. Again, I repeat, purpose, health, confidence, money, and knowledge. Purpose means you're living in your purpose, doing the due diligence towards your universal energy. Health means you're working out, eating right, taking care of yourself, praying, meditating, the things that you do to get your chakras aligned. Confidence is you're doing it without fear, any intimidation, or trepidation. Money is you made a little money today, spent a little money, invested, or sent something to a charity, and knowledge is you took in some new knowledge and information. So I ask you, Mr. Cortez, within the last 24 hours, how much of 100% have you been operating out of between purpose, health, confidence, money, and knowledge? Purpose first. So
1: purpose, I've been walking in my path and just affirming the power that I have as a shaman. Health. Going to the gym, eating right, um, and just staying in the routine that allows my body to operate at, at full power.
0: And confidence. Have you been doing it confidently?
1: Um, yes. I mean, for confidently, um, just keeping my appearance. Like, I just shaved, like, two days ago. So, and I shaved my mustache, and I'm about to go get a
0: line tomorrow. What about any fear? Have you had any fear in the last 24 hours?
1: <clears throat> no, I never... I'm always moving forward. I live a perpetual death over and over again as the Scorpio energy. So fear is definitely
0: not something that's ever really, it's never really affected me. Wow, that's that's an amazing affirmation. Money, did you make a little money, invest a little money, save a little money? Amazing money. And more coming in. And knowledge. Did you take in a little knowledge today?
1: Yes. Yeah, I, I learned so much from you. (laughs)
0: <laughs> the cheat code <laughs> sounds like you are operating at 100 make sure you stick to that and stick to, stick to your goals and your affirmations, sir because you blessed us today with some great knowledge
1: definitely, definitely.
0: thank you sir you are now a part of the silhouette boys club it is people like you who move in the shadows to help people like us shine now before you go we love to get referrals for the show is there someone you like to recommend that will come on the show to talk manhood to increase the conversation we are having today?
1: Mm. My brother At Will Williams, he's a, a videographer, a real, real dope guy, and he's under my 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 mentorship.
0: Mr. So Atwill mentor- Williams, we like to call you up to the to the Zoom stage, as we we se- like to say, and we like to hear from you. Now, Mr. Shaman, before you go, can you please give us some shout-outs and your social media? What you got coming up next that you like the people to know about yourself?
1: Um, again, you can find me on Instagram at Shaman Cortez on Instagram. And uh something that I have going on is that April 24th, I'm doing a I'm doing a event on Lake lake michigan on a yacht where we're doing we're doing a release of energy in the water like out on the water literally like everybody gonna be in the water and we're doing a release on the water affirmation strawberry champagne you know what i'm saying we're gonna have reiki and we're gonna have a uh general reading and a tarot card reading we're gonna pull cards for people and i'm so excited because i'm about to do the flyers next week and and it, it's gonna be a series it's literally gonna be from the what like the earth side like the earth like you have, you have earth, you have water, you got fire, you got air. So the next one's going to be in Hawaii on an active volcano that re- represents the fire. The um, air will be, we, we jump on a flight from Chicago to Atlanta and we do affirmations in the air. Um, and so the air, I said, I did water, I did air and then fire and then you get water. So I think that's, I think that's right. Earth, water, fire. Yeah.
0: Well, you definitely have to let me know and send a flyer to me so we can link it to your video and all the information that we have going on so we can get the people who who are just like you or learning to be can find where their tribe is.
1: There you go. That's exactly what it is.
0: For those of you listening today, you can reach me at solutionsformen at gmail.com to be a guest on the show. Or you can message me on all media platforms at Sheen1. That's (laughs) S-H-E-E-M-O-N-E. Let's continue this conversation on Clubhouse, Facebook, Instagram, or email. We end today with a quote from Dr. Miles Monroe. (laughs) True success is not measured by how much you have done or accomplished. It's not compared to what others have done or accomplished. True success is what you have done compared to what you could have done. In other words, living to the maximum is competing with yourself. It's living to your own standards and capabilities. Success is satisfying your own personal passion and purpose in pursuit of personal excellence. Question of the day. Question of your life. Are you maximizing your life? Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Solutions.